Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, he's, she's, and they people. It's Thursday, May 6th, and it's time for a Jordan Sather News Flash. Let's get started. Doosh. First off, did you see this tweet yesterday from Disclosed.tv? They posted about the RAND Corporation. Good old RAND Corporation. Interesting history behind that think tank. Go study them. Anyway, the RAND Corporation released a recent report about how to detect and understand conspiracy theories on the internet using machine learning, aka artificial intelligence. And apparently within this, the RAND Corporation recommended infiltrating and subverting online conspiracy groups from within. And here I'm the asshole for trying to warn you all about the truth movement getting infiltrated, right? If you don't see that yet, you will. You will. All right, let's now talk about the audit. All right, the Arizona audit. It looks like Joe Biden's Department of Justice is on the brink of interfering with the Maricopa County audit. The Civil Rights Division of the DOJ sent a letter to Arizona State Senator Karen Fan yesterday raising concerns over how the audit is being conducted. Can you say panic? They really don't want this audit happening, do they? My gosh, the swamp is scurred. And we have some major news breaking out of Maricopa County about the election, even though the election was, what, six months ago? I'm not sure why we're finally learning about these things, but here they are. First, it's being reported that Maricopa County did not have administrative access to the 2020 election. Okay, this detail surfaced in a report from One American News yesterday, and they said that the auditors were trying to access the administrative functions of the voting machines. And to do that, they had to contact the county for the passwords, and the county admitted they did not have those administrative passwords. In other words, this shows that the election was not run by the county, but it was, in essence, subcontracted out to somebody, likely Dominion or maybe somebody else. And that's not all. We've also learned that certain external devices with vote totals were taken off-site during the election by somebody. We don't know exactly who, although it was tweeted yesterday by Dr. Kelly Ward, and she included a photo showing the external hard drives. And in her tweet, she said she was told that these external drives were taken off-site to an undisclosed location on a nightly basis for, quote, safety by an employee or a Dominion contractor working for Maricopa County. It was a stolen election, folks. And that's exactly what Trump is not just telling the world, but more importantly, showing the world. That's why he started this desk section of his website to put his statements out there. And he released yet another one about the election yesterday. It said, <clears throat> The fake news media, working in close conjunction with big tech and the radical left Democrats, are trying to do everything they can to perpetuate the term the big lie. 
When speaking of 2020 presidential election fraud, they are right in that the 2020 presidential election was a big lie, but not in the way they mean. The 2020 election, which didn't even have legislative approvals from many states, which is required under the U.S. Constitution, and was also otherwise corrupt, was indeed the big lie. So when they try to sell the American people the term the big lie, which they do in unison and coordination, think of it instead as the greatest fraud in the history of our country. An even greater hoax than Russia, 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 Mueller, 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 impeachment hoax number one, impeachment hoax number two, or any of the other many scams that Democrats pulled. Trump is flipping the projection right back around at them with the big lie phrase. As he said in this statement, they do it in unison. That is the repetition aspect of their propaganda. He also said they are coordinated to promote this big lie, big lie. And we obviously know that. The mainstream media, they get all their secure drops at 4 a.m. every morning telling them what to say that day. So here he's bringing... uh, Again, just flipping back around that projection. I talked about that in my last video. But he's also bringing big tech into the equation here because with Donald Trump's new desk feature on his website to post all of his statements on, somebody went ahead and made a DJT desk Twitter account solely devoted to posting these statements. Well, it only took an hour or two and a bunch of troll accounts on Twitter got this hashtag to trend. Remove Trump, Jack. And then Twitter went ahead and did their cancel culture thing. Removing this account that, for all intents and purposes, I mean, it wasn't Trump, likely. It might not even have been connected to Trump in any way. It was just somebody posting statements that were posted to Trump's website. Twitter said nope. They said nope. And... Not just Twitter, but Facebook as well. Facebook's so-called oversight board the other day stated that Facebook was not wrong to censor Trump. They are literally trying to make it so you can't even whisper the slightest word about Trump on their platforms. If you do, they'll ban you. You got zucked. You got jacked. (laughs) Uh, Onward to the other guy, who I guess is our president. (coughs) Illegitimate. president, but he shouldn't be, if he even is. Joe Biden held a press conference today talking about his big infrastructure plan, his climate-focused infrastructure plan. And of course, Biden was full of stumbles while he's talking like usual, or literally while he's trying to walk upstairs. And here he was talking about his infrastructure plan, which uh, has $3 trillion in tax hikes. Yet, somehow, Biden claimed today that it's not going to cost anybody anything. $3 trillion in tax hikes doesn't cost us a thing. Math seems to be a little wrong there. (laughs) And he also turned into an environmentalist during his speech, propping up his climate change propagander, saying that we can't deny... There is a real change in the weather, folks. Yes. Summer to winter. Amazing. (laughs) There's a real change in the weather. And if we go 1.5 degrees warmer, we're going to be in real trouble. The point of no return. 1.5 degrees. 
That's what I call, I don't know, 5 to 6 a.m. Any given day. Fun fact, all of the mainstream media climate science that we've been given by the IPCC, this body is called, stands for the Intergovernmental uh, Panel on Climate Change. This is the United Nations scientific body. Let me finger quote that. Scientific body. That gives the public the official story on climate change. And all of their data is bogus. And it's so easily disprovable. Shout out to Ben Davidson from the Suspicious Observers YouTube channel. He released a video yesterday that was only eight minutes long. Destroying climate science in eight minutes. And it beautifully did exactly that. Destroyed mainstream climate change. Fake manipulated science. It's not really science. It's propaganda. It's fantasy. It's fan fiction. And another fun fact, things aren't actually getting warmer. They're getting colder. (laughs) That's a doozy. Colder. Global cooling. They'd be more truthful if they called it that instead of global warming. But let's talk vaccines and the scamdemic now, okay? Those vaccines just, they aren't going away. And the ridiculous studies aren't either. A new study, a new study, new study, new study. A new study claimed to show that the Moderna and Pfizer vaccines have promising results against COVID variants. Well, lo and behold, a new study came out and it said that most of these studies that the mainstream media claims are bunk and full of shit can't argue with those studies right this study said the studies suck so uh, studies polls news even most of the science out there is just garbage folks all an illusion and these sick pharma companies are trying to go younger and younger moderna said today that they have data from studies studies showing that their vaccine is 96% effective in kids ages 12 to 17. 96% effective for a disease that they have a 99.99999% survival rate for if you want to even assume that there's actually a pandemic going on in the first place. The Pfizer vaccine is expected to gain emergency authorization from the FDA very soon, and it's going to be for the ages 12 to 15, 12 years old. These companies want to inject their DNA-modifying bullshit into your 12-year-old folks. But wait, there's more. Pfizer is planning to request an emergency youth authorization in a couple of months from the FDA, probably September time frame, to inject their vaccine into kids ages 2 to 11. So the next school year, got to watch out for your kids. Be careful with them. Don't let them get bribed with free donuts and free money and free shit to get their poison pokes. And the saddest part is we have some idiot parents out there that are going to blindly follow along with this nonsense. I'm really interested to see what the average life expectancy numbers are going to be like in, say, 5, 10 years. What do you think? Are we going to short those numbers or are we going to go long on it? I think I'd probably short them. 
And a couple last stories on the scamdemic for you. I did see that Tucker Carlson last night did bring up vaccine deaths on his primetime news show. He interviewed somebody from Harvard Med School, which I'm not going to expect much from Harvard at all, honestly. Although, I will give Tucker props here because he did talk about VAERS on Fox News. And Fox News even had a ticker that said, thousands of deaths have been reported in the vaccine adverse event reporting system. That was, frankly, pretty surprising to me. Tucker and that Harvard guy did go a little diet woke in parts of the segment, still promoting vaccines, touting the measles and the polio vaccine and things like that, and saying they're safe and effective and all. But at least they were anti-vaccine passports, and they brought up vaccine injuries, suggesting that they could be linked. So that was good. And check this out. This is probably the best story of the day. Not really, though, because this guy got arrested. But in California, a bar owner was arrested for allegedly selling fake COVID vaccination cards. Yes, he was printing them and selling them for 20 bucks each. Give that man a medal. That's what I call public service. Watch him get a public service from the judge for his arrest, and then I think he should just go back into doing the same thing. That is a public service, right? Unfortunately, he didn't get a medal. He just got handcuffs instead. Poor guy. He did not conduct that operation with the security that he should have. That's for sure. And in our last subject of this video, I want to touch on one of my favorite topics there is, but also one of the topics with probably the most bullshit and disinformation and crazy clickbait claims out there in conspiracy world, UFOs. So I mentioned in one of my last videos about the DOD releasing a memo earlier this week. That was on Monday that they released that, and uh, that would have been May 3rd. And in this memo, the DOD said that they're going to begin their evaluation of the extent that the Department of Defense has gone into the unidentified aerial phenomenon subject. All right. Well, the media has caught wind of this, and over the last 48 hours, the news wires have been hitting their inboxes. We have CNN here saying the government watchdogs set to uh, examine Pentagon's handling of UFOs. Also, Politico. Pentagon watchdog opens new probe into military's handling of UFOs. Also, The Hill. Pentagon watchdog investigating military handling of UFOs. (laughs) How original. They're all writing the same things. Or they're all being told to write the same things. Seriously, if you want an easy job, just become a mainstream media journalist. All you got to do is wait for the talking points to hit your inbox, hit copy, click paste, post it, then collect your check. Easy job, man, easy job. (laughs) Now, not only do we have the mainstream media apparatus being activated to spread their lame narratives about this subject, but Joe Rogan did another podcast on UFOs or UAPs or whatever the heck you want to call them now. In this episode that aired yesterday, he had on Chris Mellon for the first time. Christopher Mellon, 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 Mellon. And Chris Mellon is a guy who years ago used to work in the intelligence community. He also did some work on Capitol Hill as a staffer. 
He was a staffer for a <coughs> Rockefeller. <coughs> Sorry. But more recently, you might recognize him from being a part of Tom DeLonge's To The Stars Academy UFO Research Group. Yes, that Tom DeLonge, the one that was uh, emailing with John Podesta, remember? wonder if Chris Mellon's ever met John Podesta. Serious question. I don't know. He's also done quite a few interviews around the mainstream media world Chris Mellon has, so you might recommend uh, recognize him from one of those as well. I personally am not buying what this guy is selling. Not buying it. Number one, because, well, the mainstream media wouldn't be having this guy on if he was out there talking truths that were too deep about this, right? They're only going to let people on that toe the narratives. The whitewashed, half-truth, watered-down, lame, mainstream narratives. Whether they realize they're being used for that purpose or not, that's the only time the media is going to let you on and give you attention. So, you know, and, you know, number two, I don't expect former Intel guys to come out, get rolled out all across mainstream media and have them tell us the full truth about UFOs. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, I'll be interested to see what the mainstream media says about UFOs in the coming weeks, but I don't think it's going to be anything uh, extraordinary. In fact, it might be being done to serve as a way to divide and control and distract us. Plain as day to me. That's my opinion. You can do your own research and analysis on it, but when I see a bunch of just super watered-down, boring, quite frankly, half-truths being sold to the public, what else could it be for? Distract us? Set up a bunch of gatekeepers for disclosure? And groom and manage those narratives? Send people down the false paths? Waste their time? Get them all... Get their attention on all this stuff over here while we got the scamdemic still going on and... And more, more Orwellian control bullshit trying to get rolled out. And obviously the audits for the election fraud going on too. Wow, what a lot of stuff to distract us with, with some half-truth disclosure. And in fact, even this UFO disclosure is distracting us from more hardcore UFO information that they don't want to admit, right? UFOs are distracting us from UFOs, huh? What a, what a world. That's 2021 for you. <laughs> anyway, that's all for this one, folks. If you enjoy this video, you know what to do with that like and subscribe button down below. Smash that. And if you like the content I offer, please consider supporting this channel. There's a few ways you can do that that are linked down below in that description. I have a supplement line you can grab something from. You can sign up to my jordansather.tv website to watch all these videos ad-free. And on your TV, you can find it on Roku, too. Or you can subscribe to my Subscribestar account. You get a discount to my supplement line by subscribing there. And also uh, written updates, and you can DM me privately and all that good stuff. Or you can donate straight through uh, my donor box on my website, or the crypto addresses on there too. You can chuck some Bitcoin or ETH my way, although I don't think anybody wants to give those up right now. But hey, I'd appreciate it if you do. And last thing I want to let you guys know about, I'm getting rid of some old equipment of mine. Actually, I have a laptop, I got three cameras, I got a lens, uh, just a few various pieces of equipment that I'm trying to get rid of. I'm selling them on my jordansather.tv, uh, excuse me, I'm selling them on my jordansather.com website. It's under, I think, the store or the shop tab. Some of it is pretty much brand new, like one of the cameras... Uh, and the lens, I didn't use them at all. A couple of things like my Canon M50 here and my laptop are used, 
but they're all still in very, very good condition. This is a solid, well-working camera, great for like an entry-level photo, video, vlog camera, something like that. Plus, it's all super cheap right now. I went onto eBay, I found what each of these things were being sold for used, and then I went like 50 or 100 bucks below that. So it's all super cheap if you're in the market for any of it. Go check it out. Uh, I appreciate you for helping me, and thank you for watching. I will see you in the next News Flash. Sather, out.